0: Welcome to a very special The Story Of. I'm here with Sarah York. I'm so excited to talk to you, Sarah.
1: I'm excited to be here. This is great.
0: You were one of the first podcast... I, I don't remember if I met you first or I listened to your podcast first. But I don't know.
1: I don't I remember which one could, would have come first. I, it would have been a while ago.
0: I listened to "Diking Out first. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know you, there was podcasts that were just like... I thought there was like comedy podcasts and current events podcasts or whatever. I didn't know there was a whole genre where you talk about stuff and it's hilarious. Oh yeah. Like listen to your podcast.
1: I appreciate that. It was we did talk about a lot of stuff and it was <laughs> hilarious. Did you ever Look listen to that. the one I did before that called How to Adult?
0: Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I, so I found <laughs> that later. I found that after I Oh,
1: that's a deep cut. That's some old shit there.
0: It was after you left diking out then yeah. I went to adulting until that one (laughs) but then i met you at the at a wedding at jackie's wedding yeah
1: i i oh man i had a few drinks at that wedding that was a lot of fun
0: oh well i I just remember like you were on all night and i i can't remember (laughs) if you were so on that i downloaded your podcast or if i like had listened to your podcast and was like following you around but
1: i'm sure i badgered you into downloading it on your phone (laughs) at some point That sounds a no. lot like me. That's a it's an aggressive sales tactic.
0: <laughs> well, did you guys ever did you have sponsors and stuff?
1: Uh not at the time, no. I don't know if they do now, but I uh at the time we didn't. It was just like all self produced.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I mean not awesome that you didn't have. Sponsors. That's all right. Cause you guys stuck to a schedule. You had like, you know, How many episodes did you have?
1: Uh, I did 107, I think. And then I did like probably about the same amount with How to Adult. So I've got like about 200-ish hours episodes, really. I mean, each of them, they could be like two hours long. So probably like 400 hours of podcasting under my belt.
0: (laughs) Do you ever go back and listen to them?
1: Sometimes sometimes I'll think about them and I'll like try to go back to like a specific moment if I really am feeling nostalgic. But for the most part, I like, I have such a, whenever I stop recording something, I always instantly forget everything. So like, which is just kind of how I live my life. Like if something just tumbles out of my mouth, I'm just like, well, it's already happened. So, you know, I just, if I forget about it, surely everyone else did. Just like constantly like Dory from finding. That's
0: awesome. (laughs) Well, uh, because I was listening to the last episode of adult adulting, and it was hard because it was like stressful to listen to because it was after the election. Oh God! And like Sarah, you guys were talking about Sarah Huckabee Sanders, yeah. And, but you didn't know who she was, and it was so funny. God, you were like,
1: I know that would be a real time capsule because what a stressful time for everyone and then going back to the initial moments when trump got elected and like that first sort of ensemble cast of pieces of shit in the administration you know like season one episode one trump was like this motley crew of just people that are absolutely either washed out of politics or like Sarah Huckabee Sanders are entering another realm of it. Unfortunately, she's probably going to be the next governor of, of uh, what is it? Arkansas or Mississippi, one of whatever state she's running in.
0: Yeah. Oh, what a that's, weird time. That's a, analogy. that's a great analogy because Susie watched, uh, you know, the guy was back on SVU or something. Some guy who left. Yeah. It yeah. A, it was a crossover event. And so she started watching it from season one and she was like, Oh my God, I forgot her. I forgot him. Yeah. And it's like, that's what the, that's what listening back on that stuff was like. Oh yeah. You guys were talking about uh, Scaramucci in one of them and oh, stuff. Oh man.
1: I him. He was only there for like a few weeks.
0: I know. Oh my okay. God. Hey, like a, a,
1: guest, a guest spot on that, on the administration, you know? You, like,
0: yeah. You were, you were on fire in that episode <laughs> and it's all still good. It's oh, all good. Oh
1: man. I'm sure it is. Well, now that we're out of that time in history, it would be a lot more fun to go back and listen to. But, like, in, like, 2018, it wasn't fun to listen to, like, stuff from right after the election. Because it was just, like, so bleak. Because you're like, when are we ever going to get the fuck out of this? And we did. But, you know, obviously, some of the remnants are still around. Hence our topic today. But, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. So, our topic <laughs> today. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> our, our topic today is Matt Gates. Uh, Just in general, Matt Gates, yeah. but. Um, I know way I, too much
1: about Matt Gates.
0: <laughs> I've been following this story like the moon landing I've been like, yeah. like when he was on Tucker Carlson I was like Jack get in here you're gonna remember this <laughs> and he just made him watch it um, he's like this
1: show is so boring <laughs> there's no cartoons <laughs> he's
0: like well Tucker Carlson does kind of look like a Muppet and he, he loves- does
1: yeah he's got like a little bow tie on he dresses like a wealthy toddler <laughs> He sucks. He could be like, he'll be like a little spin-off topic someday.
0: Oh man. Okay. Before we get to the topic, though, I gotta ask you. I, I wanna thank my sponsor, randomquestiongenerator.com. Uh are you having anxiety meeting people after the pandemic?
1: Yeah, I mean, I haven't really like the closest I've come to like meeting people would be starting a new job in the restaurant business out here. So like I have coworkers now, but We're also in a setting where we are all, everybody's wearing a mask the whole time. I don't know what any of my coworkers look like from like the bridge of their nose down.
0: Yeah.
1: And we wear face shields the entire time. So, but I have, I have yet to go out to like a restaurant or just like as a customer. And I have yet to go to like a social function uh-huh. Um I have my first shot from the back va- of the vaccine but I don't get my second one for another couple weeks and then but then you're supposed to wait like a 3 weeks after that. Yeah. So I'm like I don't know what to do because I before all of this I loved like going places and seeing people and stuff and now now I'm already swirling around with excuses of why not why I can't go to something. You know? No.
0: Like, yeah, that's true.
1: I'm I'm nervous about it.
0: You got to get back in shape, kind of. You know, like oh I've my been God. A piece You of see shit. this
1: Peloton behind me?
0: Hey, we the have the reason too. I got that. What do you think about it?
1: I actually, I'll be honest, I really like it. It's it. I I like it because I I hate actually going to a gym. It took me until my mid 30s to come to terms with myself. <laughs> you're not gonna go to the gym. Like you're not gonna use the memberships. I have so much fucking money on these things over the course of my life and I've hardly ever used them. I can do it in 20 minutes and it's over and I don't think about it anymore the rest of the day. So, so far I'm into it. We've had about a month. I like it. I wish we'd gotten it earlier in the pandemic because going back to my previous point about uh, how much I was drinking over the pandemic, I put on like, I put on like a cute 20 pounds, you know, like pretty (laughs) well distributed, but like it's, it's there. It's definitely there
0: we that, I like I was Susie because we we've had like we we're starting to shoot again and doing productions and stuff and seeing people and stuff and I was like I was like Susie I have one pair of pants
1: yeah yeah me too
0: <laughs> that fit and like yeah I'm just like <laughs> I gotta get my shit together, my life yeah together. it
1: really is so like I mean you, I I didn't really it didn't really like slam home for me until because of course I sort of migrated to like elastic waist pants just in general during the pandemic so I didn't really notice in real time and then I went to I I need I have to wear jeans at work and I was like oh god I haven't put on a pair of jeans in like a year and they are not fitting and I had to go I had to go to the store I had to like go to the Lee I had to drive to the outlet mall and go to the Lee store and I'm like, huh, this is a new number I'm not used to, this size that I'm going to go <laughs> look for right now. Let me just go to the – you know how they, like, stack them up by size? <laughs> just make it a beeline for the bottom shelf. <laughs> the last stack. <laughs> like, the last number. And I'm like, there's one. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not, like – I don't know. Like, I really reject all that, like, fitness culture and all that shit. But, like, man, it really – when it's – when – in the in the moment, you're like, "Holy shit, I got to do something different." Like, well, yeah. I can't go back out into into the world looking noticeably a little a little softer than I was. Like, I I just want I would like to get back to exactly what I looked like a year ago, which wasn't like, yeah, which, that even wasn't great. But like, <laughs> I'm still, you know, I just want to be. I just want to, I don't want to be a very clear before and after photo to
0: people. <laughs> I don't either. And I saw one of the guys I work with today and he's skinnier. I'm like, what the? What fuck, man? <laughs> How dare he do that? But he was, he was big. He was getting bigger like the rest of us. And then all of a sudden he fucking thinned out. It's bullshit. Yeah, but like
1: men, all men have to do is change like one little thing and then all yeah. the pound just. Like you'll see a guy who lost 40 pounds and you're like, how'd you do it, man? He's like, I just like stopped drinking Mountain Dew for breakfast. That's like the (laughs) only thing they have to do sometimes.
0: Well, I got to just
1: melt away.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I just drank all my weight. I'm drinking right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not even like, it's
1: (laughs) It's
0: Bud Light Platinum. It's like, I was going to say that
1: looks like that blue bottle. (laughs) (laughs) They just add more calories. Oh my God. Where did you get a Bud Light Platinum?
0: oh i have a direct line to the uh producer oh great yeah. no um this is big here is it? yeah oh okay i don't know if that's true
1: I, it's big in your house it's fine
0: <laughs> well,
1: it's i fun. uh i do you guys live on the kansas side of the missouri side
0: kansas side okay
1: cool yeah so that so that i forgot you like i always forget that kansas city in general is like in budweiser country out here, like, uh, like local California, you have to, everything is local out here. If you buy something that isn't fucking local, you're like, nobody here, like everyone here is obsessed with like hyper local everything. Yeah. So everything has to be like from Golden Road or like any of the million breweries out here. Uh, but yeah, I've been trying these non-alcoholic beers and they're fine. You know, What's been, you have now? this is like, this is called Upside, Down, Upside Dawn from Athletic Brewing Company. Athletic. Oh. I just realized it's called that. That's,
0: That's like funny. the the I think Peloton said everyone should be drinking that if they're right. Oh really?
1: Their- wow, look yeah. at me. I've got the whole suite of brands over here. <laughs> 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 oh but anyway, yeah, the pandemic was terrible and I'm really nervous about getting back to normal life.
0: Here alright, oh, I'm gonna hit the button for a random question. Okay It's it's on one, but it looks Staged, kind of. I'll just ask. I'll just ask. It's fine. (laughs) Thank you to our sponsor. Uh, What are some problems you realize are first world problems, but are annoyed by them anyways? (laughs)
1: Oh my god! Are you kidding? That's all I ever talk about.
0: I know it's like was made for you. I'm like Fran
1: Lebowitz. Like I, I. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I guess like um. Oh, I feel like I screamed about the... I, I yell about these all the time, like, to my girlfriend, and now I can't think of, like, one in particular. But I do I do encounter a slew of minor inconveniences throughout the day that I just think... Uh, oh, here's one. Here's one that I can't stand. I wish... Here's my idea for an invention. So in, out here in L.A., would drive a lot. You take the freeways everywhere. It's a nightmare. So I turn on, I almost always have to turn on my GPS if I'm going somewhere that isn't, like, work or home. Uh and I want there to be a button on it. it drives me nuts because you have to turn on your GPS before you start driving, right? Otherwise you're gonna be fumbling with your phone while you're driving. So I turn it on, but then it gives you like step-by-step directions of how to like get out of your driveway. I hate <laughs> it. I wish there was a button. There's there needs to be a button that just says like I know how to get to the freeway. Like be quiet while I'm going there. Yeah. You know, like I know how to get to like the highway. Like just just give me directions from there. I don't need step by step on how to like back out of my driveway and just go like the little routes. It drives me crazy. I, I get like I get like mad about it in my car. It's the stupidest thing ever.
0: That should be easy to do though. They should yeah. have Yeah, wouldn't
1: you think like these are free ideas for Google and Apple. Like it's not it,
0: Do you play music when you drive? Not
1: really, because our our uh, we we have, we share a car we are trying to be a one car household and it's an 09 Toyota Yaris so like it's like a little egg with wheels and the aux cord thing it doesn't work so
0: uh, oh, okay. it's either like
1: AM FM radio or CDs
0: uh-huh
1: so it's a it's a it's a it's a, like a 2004 experience in the car yeah so i just don't have anything on i drive in silence and i've actually gotten accustomed to it to the point where I like it.
0: How far is your drive?
1: It's like, oh, it's only like 20 minutes to work. It's not that bad. Um, but yeah, I don't listen to anything. Every once in a while, I'll turn on like a podcast that I like, but I have to do it on my phone. And, yeah, like, and then you got like phone in the your, cup holder. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. like kind of like rest my arm and hold it yeah. up to my ears. Uh-huh. So it's like not completely up to my ears. So it's like I'm, I'm on the phone while I'm driving and get pulled over. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's, it's just like... It's the most ridiculous thing ever, but I also but we insist on doing it because we don't want to buy a new car. I'm just like, yeah. this one's paid off. We're driving it into the ground. Yep. I will not be putting a dime of cosmetic money into this vehicle. It's not happening. <laughs>
0: <And> I, though, <laughs> no, um, I've been complaining about Sesame Street a lot, the new one. Oh, really? Is it bad? I, no, I love it. I love okay. it. I do, um, Jack's been watching it. It was funny because it's fun to raise a kid with Susie cause uh, she was watching today and they, they made maple syrup.
1: Aww. They showed you how
0: they made maple syrup and Susie goes, huh? I never thought about that. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. That show teaches adults things too. Yeah. Like, well, I didn't know that they basically like hammer in like a little, a yeah. little nail thing into a tree and then it like leaks out.
0: Yeah, exactly. Fascinating. It is. And, uh, but they, like, it's on HBO now, so they changed it some stuff. Mm. They got rid of the old cast. Really? And they have new... Yeah, and then they, like, Grover's a mailman now.
1: He has a job? Oh, that's lame.
0: I know. And then, well, then they added they added Black Muppets.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
0: But I thought, like, what? I was just wondering, like, was the Count mad about that? Was the Count Black? I don't know. Right. I, was like, I,
1: I thought he was kind of supposed to be... I don't know. I don't the know either. The old cast was great, but... but Yeah, that's funny. I love that Grover is like, he has a, well, at least he has government benefits, so that's good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm happy (laughs) he's employed, but like Big Bird's kind of like not really in it. Really? Yeah. And like Oscar? I don't, they didn't say they got rid of Oscar, but he hasn't been in an episode yet. Hmm. And they teach kids about like relevant stuff now.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Oscar could have been like a Trump voter.
1: Yeah, they could have made him like a, they could have made him like a QAnon supporter or something.
0: Oh oh my god. Okay, are you watching Do you have HBO Max?
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: Are you watching Into the Storm?
1: No, but I should I? Is it good? You should. Okay. I need yeah. to watch it because do they reveal who Q is?
0: I haven't at watched last.
1: like okay. I, I think so. I'm curious about I gotta know who this person is because what a genius. They have grifted Listen. It's the ultimate scam.
0: <laughs> it's who you think it is. Okay. I mean <laughs> It, like, I always thought it was like going to be some kind of like I don't want to say loser, but uh, yeah,
1: like you know, incel basement dweller, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason I knew that is because the only way, I, like, I, when I knew Q was getting mainstream, I found or I learned about it at the Renaissance Festival <laughs> from, from people who worked at the Renaissance, really stuff. cool, yeah. And I was like, this isn't gonna be, <laughs> I was like, this isn't gonna be good, no. And,
1: <laughs> Especially when a lot of people are talking about it and they all seem extremely convinced that it's real. And you're like, oh no.
0: Okay, this is a perfect segue into Matt Gates, But unfortunately, I have to ask another. Okay, go real, ahead. Real quick, if you don't mind. Um, Oh, this is an interesting one. What's the hardest you've ever worked?
1: Oh, the hardest I've ever worked, honestly, is definitely in uh, the restaurant business because that's like a you can't hide there, you know, it's obvious when you're not doing your job. So like my job is very physical and I come home, like I come home and I walk like a fucking, like a decommissioned, like MCU robot character, just like falling apart, like a, like an old transformer. i to get out of my car. Like every day is just like, my body is falling apart after like 15 years of this. So I would say like right now was the, technically the hardest I ever worked just because my, uh, everything it's all falling apart. Yeah, um, I will tell you the least hard I ever worked, and I don't know. Can I say like company names on here? I can do that. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I worked for Cerner for a year and a half. And whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> cut it down. i <laughs>
1: can't. Okay,
0: no, it's just- okay.
1: <laughs> I was like, what are the <laughs> is there C-suite working? Do you work? You does does Susie work for them? Okay. Thank God. So, <laughs> She's I worked there for a year and a half and I am not I am not exaggerating Max when I tell you that I didn't do a single task the entire time.
0: I believe it.
1: Here it was a perfect crime. Here's how I did it. <laughs> I, first of all, I should never have been hired there. At the time, I was working at, for Enterprise, which was hor- Talk about, actually, I did work really hard at that job. I was working for Enterprise, it was horrible. I was like, not making enough money. I was bartending on weekends to make up for it. Terrible job. So I, like, I interviewed at Cerner and they didn't call me back. And so I started calling them like every day, <laughs> the same recruiter. And I, I essentially badgered her into giving me a job. So I got hired and then they do like the whole onboarding process where you go to like your two week uh, training, whatever, where they like, they kind of like do the, here's your cup of the company Kool-Aid, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Yeah. So I do that. And then they just randomly assign you to like a position. Like there's no logic to it. It's like, it's like this like sorting hat, kind of like, here's where you go. And they sent me into this part of the company that was about fucking printers and, like, how to fix them. It was called clinical reporting, which sounded so much fancier than... My printer doesn't work. That's exactly (laughs) what it was. So I start my job and I sit in the cube and, like, I I don't know what I'm doing because no one's trained us, so... And I was sure... I certainly wasn't gonna seek out training. Thought I wasn't doing that. So I, like, sat there and fucking read articles online all day. For a year and a half. And because they would send us... We had, like, this queue in front of us at all times of, like, uh, you know, service requests from, like, the hospitals and stuff. These are fucking hospitals we're talking about. And I would just, like, close them. I wouldn't even, like, do them. Or I would, like, put them in somebody else's queue. Like, someone who was, like, away on vacation, I would just dump my whole queue in theirs. I can't believe I was there for that long.
0: We need to print out our
1: transplant (laughs) Yeah, literally. They're, like... Our, print, our printers don't work in like the fucking where they're discharging patients or whatever. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. So I would just do <laughs> it for somebody who did. There were so many people there. It was easy. I had like sort of a carousel of people to give my tasks to. that. Did you have other
0: in the office? Were other people in the office? Oh, yeah. There were
1: like, we had like four or five people on my team. And but then there were like another twenty around there, so like there was a lot of people in the room. I could do. There were, I I did I did learn how to do a couple of really small fixes. Like if an easy one would come in, I would snag it and just do it and fix it, so I could have like actual real. You know, I could kind of pad my stats a little bit.
0: Yeah, refilled paper. But for the
1: most part, no. I sat there from eight a.m. until. And I did not get into the, that, the, that, the corporate culture there made you feel like you had to work till like 7.30. Not me. (laughs) My laptop was closed at 4.58 in the bag. I was like pressing the button on the elevator at five o'clock. I was getting the fuck out of there. I did that for a year and a half until I just like up and moved to New York one day. So that's a, that's the least hard I've ever worked.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, that's almost – that. sometimes that's just as hard, though, to – sit. It to, actually
1: was. It honestly – well, I wish yeah. I had – if I had a job that I knew how to do, it would have made the day go by faster. But when you're just oh, in yeah. there – There's only so many articles on, like, Deadspin I could read at that time, you know? RIP Deadspin. Defector's way better now. But – um I, yeah, like I would read like Jezebel and Deadspin and like BuzzFeed back when BuzzFeed was good. Uh huh. Oh man, I was like taking quizzes that were like, which 90s boy band Labrador are you? <laughs> <laughs> While everyone around me is like busting their asses. <laughs> what a joke. I also, I recommend this if you ever hate your job. I never actually spoke to anybody else. <laughs> Nobody knew shit about my life, no one knew anything. Yeah. So everyone was a little too, like, nobody wanted to actually ask me, like, hey, what's what's going on? So, <laughs> where were you from, like, noon to four?
0: Yeah. Know? Don't compare with anybody. It's no just, question. Like, it's
1: just not, yeah. I I'd I blended in with the furniture there.
0: My friend had a job where he, it wasn't that they didn't work hard, but there was, he had a guy, so they sat in cubes and, like, there was a guy behind him. Mm-hmm. And the guy behind him would look up, he would like watch wrestling and like, not porn, but kind of sexually Mm -hmm. sexual stuff. Stuff that probably isn't
1: okay for work.
0: Yeah. And whenever he wanted to turn around to see if my buddy was looking at a screen or something, he would pretend to itch his chin. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: so weird. I know that's even worse than just turning around.
0: Yeah, just turn around real quick and then. That's go, worse you. than just
1: doing like a full, very obvious three sixty in your spinny chair. Slow, just really slowly, and like making full eye contact the whole time, <laughs> trying to what? hit your chin. What a what a nerd! Because <laughs> then it just looks like he has a like a tick, you know.
0: Well, what's <laughs> funny is we always laughed about that how weird it was, but then I found out years later that my friend would. He loved the smell of bananas so much. He'd eat a banana and he'd put a banana peel in the trash can just to kind of smell it all day.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. Offices turn us into the weirdest little animals, like little feral creatures, I swear.
0: Well, I don't like cake to this day because at one of my jobs every every day there'd be someone's birthday. Yeah. There. And if you'd be like, "I don't want any cake." They'd be like, "Well, you not? are you on a diet? You're not eating cake." right?" You're not eating- <laughs> Now, I fucking hate cake. I can't, I don't want to like, see I don't it. Want
1: your, I don't want your Costco sheet cake. It's freaking yeah, it stoned. I'm not nine years old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we're getting really far. Right. <laughs> okay, we're going to get to the topic because yeah. I, I feel like you have a lot to say about this, but uh, do. this is a dumb one. I don't, I try not to skip, but this is stupid. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, I'll just ask you real quick. Uh, what would be the worst food to be liquefied and drunk through a straw?
1: Oh, like, I mean, there's a whole, like, facet of, like, diet culture that does this now.
0: Liquefied food?
1: Like, yeah. Well, just, like, the whole smoothie culture in general, I think has gotten oh, yeah. out of control. There's, like, a there's like – they're, like, in an arms race to put, like, as much fucking vitamins and stuff in this – in a smoothie and then sell it on, like, big podcasts and stuff. Um Oh, the weirdest one. What if you if you did like, it'd be weird if you did like a full like a fork, something with multiple courses, right? <laughs> like, it would be very weird if you did it to like, to like spaghetti carbonara. Yeah, but it would be even worse if you did like the salad, then the spaghetti, <laughs> and like the bread on the side.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, imagine the texture.
0: It would just be, and it would always just turn like brown. Oh,
1: yeah. No matter what you did, it would just be some gross shade (laughs) of beige or brown. (laughs) I think it's probably not far from that societally. I think that's coming up.
0: Well, I left a salad. We make like, you know, (laughs) this is embarrassing, but we've been making like Olive Garden salad at home. Yes. Olive (laughs) Garden is good salad i know it's so good it's the but but i i left it i I keep making a bigger and bigger batch yeah you like no one's gonna no one's stopping you yeah no one stopped me and i'm like i'll eat it all week i'm here but it the bottom turns into that yeah yeah and i was so hungry and today i just i was in a hurry i just like
1: you're just fucking ate it yeah i
0: got the spoon instead because the fork (laughs) wasn't working because it was all mushy oh god that's great but and actually, some there's croutons in it, and some of them were so full of dressing. <laughs> I've been into it. It was, was, was kind of good in a it's way. It's just
1: like a dressing sponge. Yeah. It's and just was a like, vehicle for dressing anyway. So right. I, I could see that being actually kind of good. I'd probably eat that. That's the only way for, to get me to eat salad.
0: Soaking in dressing. It has to be
1: full of toppings, and it has to be 80% toppings.
0: Okay, this is a – actually, I want to know this question, so I'm going to ask one more. Before we get going here But uh, what do you like to do in your free time?
1: Oh man, I, I'm i going to be honest I don't like to do anything I, But not in a way that's like Oh, you know, I just kind of putz around I don't really do I specifically <laughs> like to sit on the couch With the intent of doing nothing Yeah I look at my phone in a perfect world And I, when I have a few free, uh, like an hour to spare I sit, I fill up my water bottle with ice water I get another beverage, usually a spin drift of some sort I sit on the couch and then I fucking don't do anything until I have to. Absolutely nothing is my answer. My other answer, once in in, in a month or so, that's going to change because we're buying a house. And so when we move into the house, I will have a lot of house things to do, which that'll be exciting because I actually own the place for once. So
0: yeah, congratulations.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it's pretty great.
0: That's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, it's going to be pretty rad. I'm excited about it. Um, Does your
0: girlfriend get mad when you are on the phone doing nothing?
1: No, she's pretty cool about it. She'll sort of like, because um, she's always so busy, because I just, she <laughs> has like a real job. <laughs> so she's like in this office back here where I am right now, like all day. Yeah. I just sit and I do nothing. And it's amazing. Because <laughs> I got accustomed to that over the pandemic, because there's only so much TV I can watch. There's only so uh-huh. like weird little projects i can do you know stuff i can paint things like that and now i'm just like i really am cherishing my do nothing time before yeah. do nothing time no longer is a thing for us you know like yeah. so we we want to have a kid like we're gonna do all that in the next couple years and i know and i'm sure you can agree <laughs> after you have a kid do nothing time doesn't exist anymore
0: Well, no, that's not true really not tr- yeah, a
1: little just- bit of do nothing time
0: Oh yeah, when they're babies, if you get a baby, They're mm-hmm. it's a lot of do nothing time. Yeah,
1: because when they're when they're very little, they don't they don't do anything either. So like, yeah. they just kind of lay there and look at you, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, and then when, and they when they're older, and they sleep, and you just sit like it's nice to just sit there and have your like you gotta kind of mm-hmm. watch them. But then when they get older, like it only takes one parent at a time.
1: Yeah, you can kind of tag in and
0: out. Out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, When Susie gets home, she heads straight for the couch, sits down, and then I'll play a Jack, and then I'll be like, take this book to mom, and then she reads to him, and I'll – I don't know what I do.
1: Yeah, once they're like a little older and they can – and they actually enjoy like engaging with you in that way, but then there's like that period where they're kind of like – they're crawling, but they're not quite – like you know they're not quite like activity age yet. Yeah. Their activity is just crawling and and picking up some little disgusting thing off the floor. Yeah. And putting yep. it directly in their mouth. Like something you didn't know was on the floor. Like somehow there's a there's an old nail. Yeah. And your baby managed to find it in the whole house.
0: <laughs> he found this giant retro tack. I was like, "What?" <laughs> The fuck <laughs> is
1: that? It was like, They'll always find so, the like, most what? deadly thing in your house.
0: <laughs> but no, they. But uh yeah, and then the other cool thing about kids is, um, he's like, I think he's 17 months now. I don't know, but <laughs> he—they're fun. He—he he like we play with toys and we color and we like. It takes up the doing nothing. It's you're yeah. not doing anything. Your mind shuts off, and you're just like yeah let's color this
1: yeah that's that's uh, i'm looking forward to that because it's
0: great man it's like it's not as hard as well i mean i'm sure some people have yeah but jack is
1: yeah over the pandemic i uh i was on unemployment from the state of new york because our restaurant closed there and then i moved out here so anyway i was able to like stay on that the whole year i hope the irs isn't listening (laughs) and
0: i have two listeners cerner and irs oh, oh
1: i'm screwed and so, uh, I but on um, as like a cash job, I was nannying. So for like oh, okay. a, for like a good little chunk of the pandemic, so I I was with a four year old.
0: See, that's and, tough.
1: Yeah. Oh, four is hard because they're wow. like you need the you need to have the whole like you have to continuously be doing stuff, and we couldn't leave the house really because this is like in the thick of the pandemic. Oh my god! Yeah. It was it was a lot, but I found myself really liking when whenever she wanted to do like craft projects, that uh-huh. was fun. Cause I could just like, you know, draw pictures that she could color and like, we got a lot of mileage out of making uh construction paper chains. Like we made uh-huh. like dozens of them.
0: That's awesome. We just
1: cut in the strips of paper and glued them together. <laughs> I would write that out as long as I could. If she was into it, I was like, well, let's just keep making it. Yeah. I'd have like a 40 yard chain. Cause she just was interested in it. And then she would get bored and we'd move on to something else. But yeah, that's tough. And then she also has a little; she had a baby sister. So, I was like watching the baby who was getting into the crawling,
0: oh my God. eating
1: things phase at the same time.
0: I don't know how people do it. Yeah. I don't know how because I like I think about that. Day, I think about daycare all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do they do it all day?
1: It's hard. It was fun. For I had a fun time doing it because the kid was awesome. But like, yeah. like she's legitimately was like the funniest person I ever met in my life. <laughs> but it was hard because like. The baby was so rad too, but she really like, once she started crying, I was there for like the singularity moment from when she went from, she would just stay wherever you plopped her down to like overnight, she learned how to crawl and she would make a beeline for, the potted plants in the house and stick her whole fist in and grab as much dirt as she could before I'd rush over there and grab her and like <laughs> try to put it in her mouth. So that was like my sport every day was like, don't let the baby eat dirt. That's your job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you were outnumbered though. That's what I'm saying. Like oh, yeah. two, on one. two on one. It is. It was zone so-
1: defense all day.
0: But yeah. I mean, when, when you got two versus you, that's, t-
1: it's brutal I, stuff. I, I don't know how people have three. I don't know how couples have three kids because then all of a sudden know. you're you're on the defensive all the time.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of our friends are on their second kid or whatever. And it's like, it's a, when you get two of them, it's a big yeah a huge jump. Because
1: talk about now you can't clock in and out anymore or tag each other in right. and out really. Right. You're each, like, all right, I'll take the little one, you take the big one. Good luck. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll see you at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll see you. I'll see you when we both plop into bed, defeated on the verge of tears.
0: <laughs> okay. This is a great, we're going to get to the topic here. We're talking about Matt Gates tonight. I got this. I got one more question, and this one is going to lead into it. Okay. Thank you, randomquestiongenerator.com, for your patronage. Uh, what behaviors make you think a person is creepy?
1: Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I think that, and I've tweeted about this recently, and it got a lot of traction and a lot of weirdos talking about it. But I think particularly when men, men like our age, you know, uh-huh. 30 plus are really well-versed in um, what the age of consent is in every state. I'm like, dude, you couldn't be waving a bigger, brighter red flag. <laughs> I'm like, why do you know? What the age of consent is in a state you don't live in? <laughs> why would you even know? Why would you even care what it is in your own state, bro? You're in your thirties. Date yeah. from your own age? Like I don't. <laughs> I think that's creepy as shit.
0: That is creepy. And what's terrible about this is, you're kind of like my um, my Twitter spiritual animal.
1: Oh wow, thank you. Like your guide. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and like like specifically, I like I look up stuff when stuff happens. I'm like, I gotta see what Sarah said. I gotta know. Oh, I how to appreciate that. Up and you're always right and I know this is gonna make me sound old or whatever or stupid but uh, Susie left so she's not gonna oh now she came back but uh <laughs> you always have the sickest burns on people
1: <laughs> I can't emphasize enough that it's because I'm not doing anything right now so <laughs> much time to sit around and get pissed off
0: <laughs> but I, what sucks about that is um I was trying to figure out what human trafficking meant for, yeah,
1: for Matt Gaines for
0: So I looked up and I was like, I had looked up the age of consent thing. Yeah. And so now I'm a guy who knows the age of-
1: Yeah, but you know, it for research purposes, you don't know it because you're talking to a girl on the internet and you're like trying to- Why did I (laughs) memorize it? (laughs) Yeah. You're not going to, you don't have like a map in your, in your room- with a little number on each state, like it. yeah, like a map of the United States is blank, and it just says like 19 18, 18, 18, 18, and like different Alaska states.
0: 30, so that's I'm not going there. No, um, yeah that that was really funny. I I was hoping you'd bring that up.
1: That is a perfect segue into our topic, isn't it?
0: And the other you have you've had a few recently, like tweets that have kind of gone off. The other one yeah. was the. You posted pictures of girls at prom.
1: Oh, with their dads holding guns to their dates. Yeah, dude. Have you seen that tweet? Got well over a hundred thousand likes.
0: I know. I, I don't recommend
1: like, oh. that ever.
0: Well, I saw you had like. T- did you have to turn off your?
1: Yeah, I muted it early on Twitter. Like when it started, when it gets above, if you tweet something that gets above like five or six thousand likes, before it gets to that point, Twitter will basically ask you like, "Do you want to mute this?" And I did. So now oh, okay. it automatically mutes all of my tweets, basically, which is great. <laughs> that fucking tweet I check in on it every once in a while, and it's yeah. like hundred and maybe twenty thousand right now.
0: With yeah, it was a lot.
1: With like two thousand replies, and I was like, no, I am not. I am not even going to begin to peel back the layers of those replies. I can't imagine.
0: Well, let me tell you one of them that I saw. <laughs> <laughs> you might have seen this one, but it was like a guy was like. You'll never know the love a father has for his daughter.
1: Yeah, uh, or like, something like that. I was like, like what? Like how? I want to know. Like, what does the bridge from point A to point B look like for that guy? Like, what do you mean? I could never know a, p- a parent's love for their kid because I don't want to shoot another person's kid. Like, yeah, I, that's what, like you're pointing a gun at a 15 year old.
0: <laughs> man, it's weird. Yeah, I'm like.
1: Such a weird of oh, very strange pocket of, of our culture is that like male sort of like my daughter is my property and like her virginity is my actual property.
0: And also that 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 is really bad and then also like I didn't know it was a thing but just the even the taking a picture with your daughter and her date even if there wasn't a gun. Yeah, it's it's just weird still, isn't
1: it? That's
0: really weird <laughs> like, that.
1: Why is the dad Here at all (laughs) he should just be here holding the camera and saying well we'll see you later have fun here's the keys in my car you know like i can see sometimes parents like let the kid borrow their their car or even maybe they'll he'll drive them there if he doesn't let them driving i get that's fine but like the whole him i don't know yeah you're right though without the gun it's still weird but with the gun it's so it's so threatening and like so insidious
0: and it's like it, it also is. I don't know. I don't know why, but it feels like sexual in a way.
1: It does. It feels like I'm very much like you can't. If I can't fuck her, neither can you. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it feels to me. That's the vibe.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, no, this don't, is vibe you're giving I'm, off
1: right now, and you're also you also have a gun in front of someone kid. Yeah. Do you imagine like that's that'd be like if somebody came over like it, like I know your kid's a baby, but like. Even if, like, if you had you forget at a play date, and the parents came over to get the kid, and you just casually are cleaning a gun, like at the <laughs> kitchen table when they walked in, Uh-oh. like what? Like I can't even imagine that. Or like you saw a photo of it
0: later. <laughs> well, you know what though? He Jack got a bit on the face today. He has a big bite mark on his cheek, and I think. I think Susie would if, if she knew who did it. She might.
1: <laughs> oh, it was he was bit by another kid. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal.
0: But, but the funny thing is, Jack is the biter. So like, some kid was oh. just getting. But I just can imagine Susie walking to daycare tomorrow, like cleaning the like,
1: gun. All right, whose ass do I got to kick here?
0: Run your teeth
1: up. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, we're. Gonna <laughs> I, she like makes a mold out of the bite, and they all like bite <laughs> it like a Cinderella situation to see whose whose bite fits.
0: You're going to prom, motherfucker! It was
1: you, Ava.
0: (laughs) Let me just look at the next one, but we'll have to do it. Oh, I really want to hear about
1: Matt Gates.
0: We're getting to Matt (laughs) Gates. How much time do you have, Sarah? Forty-three minutes. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, here's one. (laughs) What's something you really resent paying for?
1: Oh, everything. Well, I will
0: say,
1: (laughs) I. I don't resent paying, like, my taxes, because I know that that goes towards good things, and I just think generally it's, like, a rich, rich, shitty person's point of view that they shouldn't have to pay their taxes, but I am becoming familiar of what property taxes are now that we're buying a house, and holy crap, it's, like, seven-something a month, and it's just like, I'm like... What? What is this? But I, I, wouldn't say I resent paying for that. I, I, let's see. I don't like paying for. Oh, now that I know it's possible to not have to pay for gas because cars, some cars are electric. Uh-huh. I, I hate paying for gas. Like, it cre. Like I stand there with the pump in the car, watching that number go up and up and up, mm-hmm. and I just get like viscerally angry about it. I'm like. I have- the technology exists for me to find a car that doesn't need this shit. And yet i pay yeah. for it every week.
0: Well, once you run that one to the ground, you can get. A new I know car. that's
1: we might do it. They're still kind of expensive, but we'll, we'll figure it out. It's better than paying for gas. It's just like a thing I hate paying for.
0: That's a really, really good answer. I wouldn't I mean, have thought about
1: that. I have one.
0: Yes, Susie, go ahead. You have to come up to the. She can't hear you. Fire
1: up, Sarah.
0: Come up here. She can't hear you.
1: I'll say it loud. I don't want to get above the couch. Um, feminine <laughs> products. Wait, what? Feminine products. Oh, I know. If, if cisgender men could get their periods, tampons would not only be free, they would be sent to your house in like a monthly subscription from the moment you began menstruating. And they would be free the rest of your life. Yeah, and there what? would also be some sort of miracle procedure where you could stop having your period... But it wouldn't affect anything else health-wise going on yeah. with you. That those I do hate paying for because not only do we have horrifying cramps once a month, but I mean they cost like they can cost like fifteen bucks a bottle. You know, like it, it's like not cheap. It's terrible. So yes, I do agree with you on that.
0: And has you know not that I know anything about this, but has the technology changed much? No, it
1: I- has not changed in a bit
0: there's gotta and be a better way.
1: even slightly <laughs> some well, all they've changed is like the fancy packaging
0: yeah and like the delivery stuff.
1: system like they're more plastic now than anything but they're horrible for the environment they haven't changed anything about the technology because they don't want to invest any money in technology that could help women in any way so yeah, <laughs> there's no there's nothing okay, for it
0: this might be weird to talk about but uh um, I watched Naked and Afraid, and they use the uh, what's it called the
1: oh a diva cup. The cup.
0: Yeah, the I diva have one cup. of those,
1: but I'm terrified of it, so I haven't tried it yet. But you can it do that. Terrifying. That's better for the environment for sure. A million times better.
0: Yeah. Um
1: I'm just afraid of it because I I just find it to be terrifying as a concept. But I have I do oh, have one.
0: A mistake. <laughs> yeah, a mistake would be, you know, if something went wrong. Yeah. What can you do? You know, there's nothing. Yeah, can if something do. goes
1: wrong, you don't have a backup plan. <laughs> and now that I have to get leave my house, one, you know, five times a week, I, I need a backup plan. I, can't I know. That's not, like know. I was gonna say. I
0: was gonna say it'd be a good time to practice it in the pandemic. But I know. Like, I blew my
1: chance. I should have got. I could have gotten <laughs> used to it during that.
0: I know. Damn. I can
1: safely say I did not do one constructive thing with myself for the whole pandemic. Neither I didn't did I. learn a new skill. I didn't, uh, I mean, I would say I have, I have gotten, like, I've essentially quit drinking, which is cool, I suppose. But like, um, yeah, I didn't, There, I didn't improve myself at all. But if you had told me two years ago, like, hey, you're going to get a year off of work. <laughs> I would have been like, holy shit, I'm going to write a screenplay.
0: <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I didn't do fucking anything. I sat on Twitter for a year. I know you, you, but your Twitter game is at, you're at the height. You're Thank the you. Height. I
1: appreciate that. It's getting better. It's getting better. Someday it will get me a job.
0: <laughs> that's what I was thinking about that too. I was like, I was like, do I introduce Sarah as a comedian or because you do all this funny stuff, you know, and yeah. you're really funny. And like, I hope
1: to make a career out of it. I'm like getting I'm really back counted. into my creative like yeah. space right now, which is fun. So we'll see.
0: I mean, I just think you should, I want you to do a podcast. Every day,
1: I honestly and, I do too. If somebody would pay me to do that, that'd be amazing. I know that I don't know how people get paid for it's it. Hard. I'm, it's I'm, a whole thing. It's like yeah. you know, it's yeah. like a chicken or the egg. You got to get like all the followers first, and then you leverage that to get ads. Yeah. it's a, it's fucking nuts. I'd rather get folded yeah. into like an existing project, but we'll we'll see yeah. about that. Now that I'm like in LA and people can meet more and stuff, you know, things will happen, but it's gonna take some time.
0: Just go go to a bunch of weddings.
1: Exactly, yeah, I'm going to go to a bunch of weddings, just force people so on to listen to what I have to say. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but uh, that's what pisses me off about – Um, it doesn't really piss me off, but uh, when celebrities get a podcast. Actually, it does make me It kind of pisses me
1: off a little bit.
0: Yeah. But I, like I love t- – like Tig's doing – Tig Notaro's doing two podcasts now, and I yeah. love that. Well, she But she always did. She did Professor Blastoff but way, like, way before yeah. – Okay. but like, like
1: Conan O'Brien got one and then everyone's like okay. he discovered a new medium. It's like, no, he okay. didn't.
0: Listen, I love Conan O'Brien.
1: Yeah, we all do.
0: He's really bad at podcasting. He tells the same stories mm. over and over.
1: Yeah.
0: I like that too. Well,
1: cause that's when it kind of reveals, you know, who is a naturally good conversationist and who relies on a writer's room to come up with most of the material that they talk about, which the nothing against Conan O'Brien, what he does on television is fantastic. Yeah, it's a different medium and podcasting, and they, oh, they made, sure. like, the media acted like he had fucking discovered podcasting like a year ago. <laughs> I know, like this and has been around for like ten years, and a lot of people are doing it really well.
0: And that's the like that's the other that one wasn't that bad. I, I really liked the first ten episodes. Where he didn't repeat himself a bunch, but then uh, Jason Bateman and um, two other guys started one. Oh yeah. And they had like uh they had a, a really great guests. And it's just like it's just cause they were three famous guys.
1: Yeah, because that's what you you know, they can they can book all the all the really talented people and all that. But I, I will say from a from a few years doing small independent ones, we were able to book a shitload of like really, really, really funny talented people. We were also in a city where we met a lot of those people and we could bring them on, you know, so it's like it can happen. It just takes a lot of effort and, and, and work.
0: Well, and there's so, it, it's almost this, we're getting a little, I'm getting a little too into this, but uh, it's like film distribution. There's only so many slots, like on the, on the top charts yeah. of like iTunes. And all, And like, now it's like a celebrity who's had a previous career and they just use that to leverage yeah. it's to the top of that spot. So it's harder for smaller, you know.
1: It is, yeah, because the whole thing yeah. just becomes a playground for like the same ten people.
0: Yeah, produced by the same three mm-hmm. people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not that I'm trying to break in. It sounds like I'm trying to break into podcasting. I'm not, but I just
1: no. It's real oh. though. I mean, I am, and it's just like it's fucking hard. Yeah. Well, I know. I was thinking yeah. for
0: you today, That's why I noticed the store and stuff. Because I was, I was like, I was making sure you weren't doing anything, a new project or something. I didn't know. Yeah.
1: About
0: so, but you're you got a good presence on there
1: thanks, thanks. If you like type, really keep trying to do it
0: if you type my podcast in it's like another guy just started one with the same name
1: oh that happens thanks. too it's the Wild West like there's no the you just you can't like it's yeah you gotta come up with like a really weird name you know for for it to, to for nobody to copy it essentially
0: okay we got let's get to Matt gates let's do it okay now that we've been talking for an hour um I don't know where to start so where where are you in the you
1: said you've been following the story like the moon landing which so have i yeah are you so people listening let's just start i let's just let me just give like a 2 minute summary of who he is
0: please do i'm going to i'm going to enjoy this i'm going to sit back matt
1: gates is a united states representative from a district in northwest florida the panhandle he uh originally had gotten his his first like kind of foray into elective politics was when he took over for an embattled Republican who had lost his seat through a series of scandals, obviously Northwest Florida. Um, and it is for context. His district is like one of the reddest in Florida and actually one of the reddest like in the country. It is like slam dunk Republican. Like whoever runs is going to get it. Whoever wins a crime, the primary is the race in that, in that district. So he runs in 2017, gets elected. So he's been in the U.S. House of Representatives for the last, uh, well, no, I mean, a little bit lower than that. He's in like his third term, I think. So he, uh, with like no real information on what he did before this, he was a law- He is a lawyer. He has a, a, a JD that he got from William, the College of William and Mary, which is like one of the most elite private schools in the country. You'd never know it, because all these guys like to talk about us, how, like, beer and baseball, fucking working man, blue collar, you know. No, they're not. They're prissy little fucking rich boys that go to East Coast schools, and that's exactly what he did. So anyway, uh, he's been in Congress for, like, six, seven years, and he made a name for himself, particularly throughout the Trump administration, as being, like, the biggest carnival barker in... Even like amongst the chorus of guys who are just like debasing themselves all the time to stand up for Trump, he's the worst of them. So if you have somehow made it to this point without knowing who Matt Gates is, congratulations on not being terminally online like I am. Um, so, but it, but it is important to know as, as a piece of context for thinking about what or talking about what he's dealing with now because the fact that he spent the last four or five years being like the loudest, dumbest one of all of Trump's biggest cheerleaders in Congress is now kind of like, a <laughs> little in a way, kind of biting him in the ass, I would
0: say. Oh, yeah. And also his... His, he was in the state senate, I think, and his dad. Oh his yes, daddy, he
1: was. His dad's seat. His dad was also like a state, like a Florida state uh, representative. Not a, like not in Congress, but at the in the Florida legislative level.
0: Yeah, and I I just think that's a pattern too. Like the
1: mm-hmm.
0: following your like following oh these guys dad.
1: all they all do the same. It's all like you look at these guys Wikipedia, and it doesn't take long to realize they just sort of in, they just sort of fell ass backwards into the same thing their dad was doing. They're all, like, these fail sons who can, couldn't possibly carve their own way in life. He, another piece of information about Matt Gates that I find very weird and entertaining and very typical, like, everything about this guy is, is typical to the point of being, like, an overwrought TV character. Like, <laughs> he is someone who you would come up, who you would find in, like, a WB script for, like, sleazy politician, you know what I mean? Like, there's just nothing unique about the man. So... In 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 falling perfectly in line with the entire theme of everything about him, he got arrested for DUI in like 2010. I think it was.
0: Oh, I didn't know this one. Yeah, he
1: got arrested in Florida for DUI, um, and he did not end up actually getting charged for it. The judge dismissed the ch- dismissed the case because basically a series of technicalities from the police work that was done or whatever of course yeah. he declares himself he takes that information and is like i'm innocent see it's like you're not innocent. they just threw out the case because they didn't have enough information to convict you just like step one of like the republican playbook is like to declare yourself innocent because yeah. you fucked up when they arrested you yeah so he's had a dui before he uh he's in or like you know he's been arrested for dui He's been in Congress for a while. One weird thing that he did that came up like about kind of at the beginning of the pandemic, it was like around maybe May or June of last year, was that it was revealed all of a sudden on Twitter that he has like what he calls a son in this Mm -hmm. 19-year-old Cuban guy named Nestor. So Matt Gaetz is like, he's like this loudmouth idiot politician on every Sunday show, like Fox News, blah, blah all of a sudden has a 19 year old person who is living with him in sort of a father son way, but no one can figure out like the origin of how that happened. And then, and then later on, because he's one of those guys, he st- says something stupid and then like tweets through it. So <laughs> eventually you get to the origin of what the fuck he's talking about. So the story is that his, he apparently he dated this guy's older sister years ago when uh-huh. the guy was like 12 when i was a 12 year old kid and then like kept raising him after they broke up it's it's if he were a democrat they would have forced him out by now like imagine a democrat being like oh i have a 19 year old that lives with me that's my kid but i don't have any paperwork showing how that happened
0: well andy didn't he help get his ex-girlfriend who's a sister yeah custody of him yeah it was their, some
1: weird uh, thing where like she was basically raising him more or less because their mm-hmm. family was back home in Cuba and then their relationship fell apart but he continued to raise this boy like lived with him I guess and and still does I think and he didn't think <laughs> to mention it until like a year ago when the kid was well, when he's now uh, an adult. And he's a and, th- and this kid Nestor had appeared in a few photos. People dug up in social media that he had appeared in some photos with Matt Gates, but Matt Gates would r- refer to him as like an intern or like a helper. It was just <laughs> fucking bizarre. Like what? So that's well, like, that's not even like the weirdest thing about him. It's just that's that's a piece of context for like here. These are the types of reasons he pops up on Twitter. and he trends se. Do day.
0: you know why he? why he said he had a son. Do you remember? No, like, I don't
1: remember why. I don't remember why he brought it up. It felt like it was nowhere.
0: It was, it was during a, a hearing. And I think a Democrat was like saying like, um, you know, you don't know what it's like to raise a, a Oh, of color. To like
1: have a kid. Yeah.
0: And He goes, I have a son. I yeah. have a, a human son. Or and everyone's like, like, what? <laughs> it's like, no yeah. one knew he had a kid. <laughs> yeah, And like, so that's kind of an asshole thing to do anyways. He yeah. Cuz he was just revealing it to He
1: was revealing it in the most ass backwards way imaginable, which Yeah. again is completely point. off on brand for him. The guy is just an expert at doing things in the most ham-handed, stupid ass way.
0: Well, so the, the other stuff gets you did a really great job of Thank summarizing you very that much. The other stuff gets really confusing, so like, do you want to explain like the IDs that he was going Oh yeah, through? I do. So okay.
1: here's where all this started. This started like, a, Oh, and by the way, and for, for uh, again, for anybody who doesn't quite know who this guy is, he was probably the, in the top three of like the loudest dumbest supporters of this whole stop the steal bullshit scam that Trump was running. Okay. That we now know obviously was a very naked fundraiser. <laughs> That's all it was. It was a way to make more money to scam people. But he was the one who was like leading the charge on like trying to get Liz Cheney kicked out of Congress or you know removed mm-hmm. from her seats for standing up for against Trump. He was the one who was encouraging all the stop the steal shit. He was the one interrupting congressional proceedings during the impeachment, the first impeachment trial, et cetera. So he's been yeah. just like at the forefront of all of this. So now, what happened a few uh about a week at, about like ten days ago, I guess, was the initial um information that came out that he is under federal investigation for possibly sex trafficking, which is like a really unfortunate yeah. series of words that you never want to hear about yourself. <laughs> uh. Uh, and he so he does what all these guys do is and tweets through it. And then goes on Tucker Carlson. <laughs> and goes on this like So all we know now so all we knew at this point was that he was under federal investigation by the Department of Justice, which the investigation actually started under the Trump administration under Bill Barr.
0: Bill Barr. Yeah, yeah.
1: For uh potentially um trafficking, which is like a the legal word for like transporting someone for the purpose of paying them for sex and this this allegedly is a was a seventeen year old at the time. So he goes on Tucker Carlson, and the best part about his Tucker interview was that he was trying to sort of like he was kind of trying to make Tucker feel like he was in on it with him. Yeah, we, you know, like you're not. You and I have both been accused of things we didn't do. Tucker's, <laughs> Tucker's normally, very confused face got even more confused and was like, "What the fuck are you talking about, bro?" <laughs> and then he tries, and then the second thing he says that Tucker uh, was, I think, I imagine very mad about, this Tucker Carlson is like the worst person on earth, but he's not stupid, so yeah. Matt Gaetz was like, well, you remember, I went to di- I went to dinner with you and your wife a couple of years ago, and I brought a friend with me, and now they're saying that that friend is involved in this investigation, which is like another way of saying, well, we went to dinner with uh, a 17-year-old girl. You were there, <laughs> Like, essentially trying to name him as an accessory to which tucker carlson immediately because he's a pro at what he does was like i don't know the context of what you're talking about and i don't remember any of that and then just like plowed through
0: he said it so
1: like yeah, i like, believed him. i could i could hear tucker carlson in his earpiece <laughs> his producers like don't let him like get him off this topic because he's what he's naming he's naming it as an accessory right now bro
0: but when Tucker said that, when he was like, I actually don't remember that at all, he did it so casually and so cool. I was like, oh, I, was yeah. like I believed him. I was like, oh, I see why people listen to it. Like,
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. I definitely could see him not truly not remembering that dinner just because he probably goes to dinner with a million people all the time because of his job. Or he definitely does remember. And yeah, he was yeah. thinking of it in his head like, oh God, that girl did look pretty
0: young. If your buddy brought... If my buddy brought a seventeen-year-old girl, yeah. I would fucking remember that shit. Well, I guess they're not. You would are, remember? Are you'd like, be like,
1: I don't know. She looked pretty yeah. young to me. It would yeah. It I'd be like,
0: I do not meet it.
1: It would like burn into your brain as like a like just a moment that you know you need to hold on to for later. Like,
0: yeah, I don't remember like,
1: this because this tells me a lot about this guy.
0: Yeah, she had a. a hairband on
1: yeah like she had a backpack he had just picked her up from school i guess like that's essentially what we're talking about so he said he he goes on fox news goes on this like red-faced rant to tucker carlson about it he claims that his that he is being ensnared in some sort of um extortion scheme which extortion often involves someone who actually did admit did do a crime but they're just being blackmailed for it so he's like, I didn't do this. I'm being blackmailed. In something I did. Like, okay. So, and then he says something. He it's it's incoherent. Like he says something about his father wearing a wire. I know. Like I have never I have never dealt with the FBI, but I can't imagine that I would admit. Based on all the movies I've seen about the mafia and stuff, you don't want anybody to know you're wearing a wire. But old old Matt Gates went on national <laughs> television and said it.
0: So, he said names. He said the names? Yeah, he said oh, people's oh, names. Like
1: he so then that was so then like a, a day or so later we find out that he is definitely a target of this investigation because here's where here's where the next the whole the plot thickens in this like Cohen Brothers saga. We got weaving here. So the guy at the center of all this is a guy named Joel um Joel Greenberg, I think, is his name. He, hmm. I think that's his name. I just looked him up earlier. I, up I don't get his name incorrect. Um, yeah, Joel Greenberg is his name. He, okay. this guy is even sleazier than Matt Gates, believe it or not. So this fucking guy named Joel Greenberg is, like, about the same age as Matt Gates. Like, I think they're in their late 30s. And he um, is, or, like, was the tax collector, which is an elected position in Seminole, Florida, which is in central Florida, four hours away from Matt Gaetz's uh, district. So no idea how they know each oh, other Probably good- through some skeezy Republican network of people. They somehow met four or five years ago and they're like well-documented best friends. He and this guy, <laughs> um, you know, just because like they all do, they post photos on social media and Facebook and stuff. So <laughs> totally. he's best friends with this yeah. like dirt bag, skis ball, central Florida, local elected f- official. This guy in his capacity as the county or whatever tax collector somehow also had access to, um, things that like, uh, like at the DMV when you bring in your driver's license in exchange for a new one, you yeah. hand it, you hand over the old one and they're supposed to destroy it and dispose of it. Well, what his office was doing was they just kept them in like a basket or something, a box, and he would go in and take them and then use them to create either fake IDs for himself under as different identities to do God knows what, or as we find out, he would create IDs for girls who were like fourteen to seventeen.
0: Gross,
1: right? So Matt Gates gets ensnared in this because. This guy, Dor Greenberg is under investigation for a, like literally a list of like 30 different crimes. He's been indicted for multiple ones. He just got indicted for more like today or yesterday. The guy is like fucked. But in the course of investigating him, they found camera footage of, uh, him and Matt Gates going into his office on a Saturday and like fishing around in the bucket of IDs. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Now they're like,
1: so what's Gates been up to? And that's how this whole thing cut to. This happened in 2018. Yeah. And basically, the the thing that's connecting Greenberg and Matt Gates is that the same 17 year old girl is involved in both of their stories in a way because they found, because Matt Gates is so fucking stupid, he used like Apple Pay and Cash App to like pay (laughs) these girls for sex. Instead of cash, the old-fashioned way, he used electronic formats, so now they have evidence that he and Joel Greenberg have each paid, have each had at least one transaction with this same woman who, at the time, was 17. So that's, like, their six degrees of Kevin Bacon, is, like, this one girl who is connected to both of them through, through through like, hard evidence. Like, you know, they have, like, bank numbers and shit involved. So yeah, so now he's dealing with that.
0: They also had a, yeah, hotel, ATM. Yeah. Yeah,
1: they had hotel, which also would be a transaction that would be recorded. So they're not thinking this through, which is kind of a typical, like that's why I say that he really falls into this. Like there, there truly is nothing unique about him. No. We're going to find out how not unique it is for these guys to want to fuck teenagers, but that's, that will come (laughs) to that later it's not that unique like these guys are just it it, it, whatever this is whatever we know now as of today april 5th is not going to be limited to matt gates and this guy i i I have a really bad feeling there's like a ring of people involved but anyway um just
0: like non-thought
1: yeah they just don't they, they they the, what makes it such such a typical story and one that would all, like not even fly as like original like a TV show
0: uh-huh.
1: is that the guys like that spend their entire lives just kind of like from you know bouncing from one bad decision to the next with zero consequences, right? So you're if you're 38 years old, you've never had a fucking consequence a day in your life. Of course, you think you can pay a teenager on Cash App to fly <laughs> with you somewhere and fuck you and all your friends of course you think you can do that you know like i it's it's really a very simple like everything everything new that we learn about him i'm just like yeah of course of course he did that like yeah of course he thought he could get away with that you know and um so at the this point now it's like pretty obvious that the things that are said about him are are true and then There's the other, the next thing is so bad. So basically in the course of this investigation now, of course, anonymous sources from Congress, other Republicans that don't want to be named Uh are saying, well, it was sort of an open secret that he would show photos and videos of women that he's had sex with, like on the floor of the house of representatives. So like at work. (laughs) So He's, uh, God only knows how, what sort of things are on these photos and videos, and if they were taken consensually or you know, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, so he's got this like little parlor game with these douchebags that he works with, where they they have like a like a, an actual game about it. Like if they can if they can sleep with turns, they get a certain number of points or something.
0: Uh-huh.
1: This is all coming out now because now people on the Republican side see they see the writing on the wall they know Uh he's cooked they don't care if he gets in trouble because they're either just going to distance themselves from him or i think the more likely scenario is that a lot of them probably are guilty themselves and are probably there's probably a few laptops on fire right now in washington dc so (laughs) we're at the bottom of the potomac
0: (laughs) i I have again great summary and i have two questions for you right now initially one is, why was Matt Gates? why were they sorting through the IDs?
1: Well, they were doing it because I think, like, one, one, one story I read on, like, the Orlando Sentinel or whatever their local paper is mm-hmm. said that um, the feds suspect that this guy, Joel Greenberg, he's the one who's in, like, major trouble right now. So far, Matt yeah. has not been indicted. Right. This guy is in major trouble, and they, they suspect that what he's been doing is creating using real ids to cre- to give to underage girls so, as like an id you know right whether to be getting into bars or getting on a plane yeah things like being that
0: Getting on a plane i'm sure but but like that's what i'm saying like why why was he showing them the ids why was he being like check these out this yeah why we- would he
1: do that unless matt gates was actually using them as well yeah, he knew know? Was,
0: he had a you don't just show a person a bunch of IDs and not explain what you're doing. Yeah.
1: Like- also like what are you 20 years old like selling fake IDs to high school kids? You guys are in your fucking late th- at this time they would have been mine They would have been 35. Like what a loser. Like everything he does is so <laughs> everything he does is just like the tackiest possible like fucking northwest Florida version of of a normal thing. You know, like He can't, he can't even do a crime that isn't, like, the tackiest fucking, like, you Uh, know, a strip mall version of the crime that he can. Like, he's just, he's like a, he's like a, he's like a, a novelty, like, stupid, loud toy that you find at a gas station. Like, he, remember when, remember in, like, the 90s when the, those Billy Big Mouth Bass things? That would go on the wall and like you turn it on and the fish sings at you for yeah. about two minutes. That was funny, and then it was just a stupid piece of shit thing that you owned that was a yeah. fish that sang to you. That's what Matt Gaetz is. He's a Billy the Big Mouth Bass who got elected to Congress.
0: I don't think the photos he was showing were were consensual because yeah,
1: they probably weren't. Unfortunately, yeah. one of
0: them one of them was a lady doing. Um a naked hula hoop.
1: Oh god. See, like what the that- fuck? Who would do who would take a video of someone doing that? And then showing it at work.
0: They said so they said a picture, which is even worse like, oh, you like would it's, want to a, video. it's like a photo. Yeah, the photo would be terrible. It would be blurry. The, yeah, like it would just be a god awful.
1: But that's the kind of thing that Matt Gates thinks he's cool for showing other guys because he has he is a high school junior who is somehow in a man's body.
0: Did he have the hula hoop? Yeah. He have have her-
1: who is this girl? But I think they're going to, they're going to find that shit out. You know why? Cause he's too fucking dumb to know that even if you delete something off of your phone, if they have a subpoena, they're going to find every single piece of data that your phone has ever received or sent or stored.
0: Yeah. Eventually and-
1: we're going to figure out who, who are the people in these photos? Did they know these photos were taken? Were they even in the same room as Matt Gates when they were taken? For all we know, he's such a he's such a complete fucking loser. He could very well be taking a a, a screenshot of something that somebody else sent him that somebody else experienced. Who knows? Oh, yeah. No
0: yeah. matter
1: what happens, his his only hope at this point is that he's such a loser that he didn't even actually do any of these things. He just said he did. That <laughs> might might keep him out of jail. That's his. That's like.
0: So oh my God! The
1: scenario is that we all find out just what an absolute like that he can't even actually do crimes; <laughs> he can only lie about them.
0: He was just and taking money out best of the a-
1: scenario for him. Is he's like, I didn't do any of this. I just told guys I did so I can get points in our game. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, bro! But the other thing is the other angle of this that I find so depressing, other than the fact that there are very likely minors involved. That's obviously the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Well, the stuff that we can at least laugh at is the fact that Matt Gates had A, this, like, locker room game going with other, assuming other sitting congressmen, and the fact that... How are they that,
0: getting any the points?
1: Yeah, like, how, but how, do your points count if you paid these girls? You know, like, <laughs> he can't even, like, fuck someone without the, it being transactional, because he's such a dweeb. <laughs> so... And then the other thing, so he's got that going against him, is actual hard financial evidence that he was involved with this guy, Joel Greenberg. And Joel Greenberg's trial is supposed to start in June. It's probably going to get moved because of the new indictments that he has. So I'm guessing probably what's going to happen is prosecutors know they have a slam dunk on Joel Greenberg perhaps part of whatever investigation Matt Gates is involved in, he can, he can plead down by like ratting this guy out or that's yeah. not going to happen at all. Because I don't think the department, the U S department of justice doesn't open a case against you unless they have like compelling evidence. So Matt Gates can go on TV all he wants. He can tweet all he wants about like, I'm being set up by the Democrats. It's like, dude, no, you're not like, they don't just, you're talking about the U S government here. They can find out whatever the fuck they want about anybody. I think he's screwed. I think, but I think going back to my point earlier about how it's important, the context of who he's been so far, the role he's played in Congress and how that's important to him now is that he's such a clown that I think he is going to end up being sort of a sacrificial lamb from the right. I don't think anyone's going to protect him. Mm -mm. I think they're going to expel him from Congress. The second they have some sort of, if, if if some more concrete evidence comes in, I think they're going to kick him out. And I don't think they're going to, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to circle the wagon for him because I think the things mm-hmm. that he is being accused of are so, the optics of it couldn't be worse, really. You know, it's one thing if he's being accused of garden variety financial crimes. Yeah. Because uh, they can get behind that. They don't, they all do that. Oh, that's the other thing is he's he was most likely using campaign money to pay these girls. And if they find that out, that's also a federal offense. So it's like, dude, I think he's, I think he's pretty fucked. I think his political career is over, but I could be wrong. I've thought that before yeah. about a lot of other people and who knows, but yeah, he, he is sort of like this prototypical, he's like, it's funny how it, like, you know, we were talking earlier about how about listening to things that I was saying at the very beginning of the Trump administration and, I refer to those people as season one, episode one, because they really were because things were moving so quickly and people were getting chewed up and spit out of that administration. Well, there's been a few people who have been sort of parasitically involved with the Trump administration so far, but because they're elected officials, they aren't aren't going anywhere. Matt Gaetz is one of them where he sort of embodies all of the traits of every other piece of shit that's come and gone. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. There's just nothing. There's not a single person that has been involved with Trump either as a as, as a cheerleader, an enabler in Congress, uh, someone in the cap, in you know, in his administration. There's not been a single person who hasn't been revealed to be either a an actual criminal or just an unsavory, terrible, terrible person. It's actually kind of remarkable, like to be Donald Trump and to be someone who has like how you really have spent your entire life just surrounded by like the biggest cesspool of people, not a single honest person in his entire orbit. And that we've known all this for so long, but I think, I really think I predict that Gates is going to be the first one to truly experience some consequences
0: susie's mom's from florida you know so we've been texting about susie's from florida but i text her mom about matt gates and it's hard because like we don't really know what he did i mean like we don't know the adopting the brother thing was that part of a manipulation because right
1: who knows that and that's the thing that story alone is so weird and now that's been pushed aside (laughs) that's not even like the fourth weirdest thing about him. (laughs) He is a mysterious young man living in his home, and everyone's like, "Yeah, we don't care about that." The the other stuff.
0: (laughs) That's like we don't. So, I, I, I'm trying not to like revel in it because I, you know, I know there's victims, and it's you know, it's got to be, it's got to suck and be scary to be connected, and all that. But also, I just like, I just want. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with this. I think I just want to see somebody get fucking in I trouble. I want to see someone something.
1: go down. And I think yeah. and it's looking like he's our guy. If we're betting on horses here.
0: Okay. I wanted to know from you. I'm so glad. Yeah, you I really, that.
1: I think that's going to happen, but it's not because it's not because of any semblance of justice or, or right. it's not because he deserves it. It's because yeah. other people can't stand him and are going to. Yeah. And are going to sacrifice him at the altar because they've got so not they all can't make it through this unscathed, right? <laughs> the insurrection shit that Josh Hawley has somehow escaped responsibility for, Ted Cruz uh-huh. has essentially escaped responsibility for. Of course, they've all paid in the public eye, but it's just people that already hated them hated them. You know, they right. ha- they don't have any new people against them, but they they haven't done anything so far that gets to people in the way that these particular types of accusations do, you know? So I think that of all these guys who, who cheered on the, the insurrection and, and got and played such a pivotal role in in firing up these fucking people to invade the Capitol. Matt Gates was definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. It does suck that he, he won't, he, no, none of them are going to get in trouble for that. But like I said, it's because he's so unlikable and such a detestable guy and that everyone hates him. And that he has no loyal people in his life because everyone thinks he sucks. Yeah. That's what's going to do him in. I think, I think for all I know, for all I know, he'll be the next fucking president. Who knows? (laughs) 2016 taught me anything. It was like, do not ever think any of this shit is going to go the way you think it will.
0: And I, yeah. And I think I saw like in the very beginning, there was a lot of people like she was 17. What's the big deal? It's like, uh, do you remember what a seventeen-year-old person is like? Do you yeah. remember when like, you? Do you remember being
1: seventeen? You were a kid. Like I'm I don't, I don't have any. I don't have any hardly any coherent memories of being seventeen because I was. I a know. Kid. I uh, like. What, what is a seventeen? First of all, anyone with the word "teen" in their age <laughs> is a teenager. Like you're a kid. The kid she just learned how to drive. Like what? What? What possesses these men? to A, be attracted to someone that young, and B, be willing to jump through hoops to make a fake ID to fly her to fucking Vegas with you or wherever the hell these losers went. I assume Vegas was involved. (laughs) And, you know, get her to invite a bunch of her friends out with all these other gross guys and arranging payments for all of it. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? like, I just, I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's, it's so, it's such a vague concept to me. And i obviously it's not all men that do this kind of thing, but a stunning amount of men risk their whole lives to yeah. fuck someone who is vaguely uh, underage, you know, like, yeah. it, it blows my mind.
0: Men don't think they age. Like, yeah, I think men think, you know, Oh, I'm over 50 now. I think they're they're 18 to 50 is one age.
1: Yeah, it's like one box on a form.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they're yeah. like
1: it's all the same. Like it's no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> if you are 21 dating a 19-year-old, okay. But if you're if you're 36 dating a 19-year-old, I have serious <laughs> questions about your mental like where you're at mentally in your life.
0: Yeah, maybe people didn't maybe they girls didn't like him in college or something. So they, it gets stuck. So
1: it, it's like, they get stuck in this mindset of like, uh, well, I could still get like the hot girl, but you know, the hot, the hot high school senior, it's like, yeah, but that, <laughs> that, that time period has lapsed for you, bro. They really think yeah. that way though. But it's been in, in, you know, in guys like Gates's case though, I don't think he was bullied. I think in, probably on the other end, I think he was probably really popular in high school and he probably had girlfriends and stuff. He's he's not act he's not an unattractive guy. I mean, he's like
0: Oh, but he's just he's so- very smarmy,
1: But he's not a guy that I look at and think like, oh, no woman would ever.
0: That's true. I I, under-
1: I understand. He, he, and of course he has some charisma. He's a politician. Like he pr- he can probably can and probably does have a lot of consensual relationships. Problem, however, is that he's obviously into very young girls and possibly got involved with paying for sex with them and taking them places, which we also call trafficking, which is bad. <laughs>
0: taking them places. Yeah. Don't the
1: feds tra- don't really like when you take a girl somewhere on a plane.
0: <laughs> Man, you kind of that's like you kind of just like my spiritual Twitter advisor. <laughs> really messed up my thinking on this. Yeah, like- it's
1: just it, there's there's just there's something deeper there about I think the gate story is, is one that, well, yeah, it's like super funny that he's just getting exposed for the piece of shit. Everyone knows he is, but it's yeah. also, there's two unfortunate things at play here, which is now all these people are coming out saying it was a known thing that he did all this shit. And then he showed these photos at work. So now we're yeah. saying, so you got, so all you guys knew he was doing this. and didn't say shit until now, now that he's in hot water. That's problem. Number one. But problem number two that his story points to is the overall, like, thinking about people in your own life, you know, like, Uh I I don't, I personally, I I truly don't know anyone who kind of falls into this category. But like, I'm sure there are a lot of people, reasonable people out there who have a friend in their orbit, who maybe is a guy in Uh his 30s, who is consistently bringing a new girlfriend around, who is like 21. And there comes a point in time where everyone sort of starts to think it's a little weirder. Like, it's one thing when we're all 23, it's one thing when we're all 25. Then people start getting married, getting into their 30s. And old Joe over here is bringing 21 year olds around still. It's like, it's just like those are the kind of guys in your orbit that some people are probably kind of realizing okay, this might be kind of a weird. This might be a problem. Or the, or he at least is someone who probably needs to see a fucking therapist and figure out why he can't date anyone age-appropriate, you know? Or at least within, like, five years of his age. Like, if there's just – there's something there, you know? So I think his – I think this whole story, I, I hope, if anything, it just creates some sort of awareness in people that there are way more men out there than we think who, like – would fuck a teenager if they can get away with it you know like the whole if they can get away with it thing is the factor
0: yeah that's what's scary too is like what if matt gates was a little bit smarter
1: yeah what if he was even slightly um what if he had even a little bit of self-preservation uh in his brain like what if he didn't float through life completely consequence-free and thought to himself like "Ooh, you know what i probably won't get away with this if i do this this and this
0: I've had you so long. Thank you so much for being That's on okay. it. This was awesome. Yeah, it was great talking to you. You did such a good job of breaking everything down. And thank you. I just want to know. I just wanted to know from you what what's going to happen. So I'm sorry. Oh to yeah, so no, long. I really think
1: it's gonna. I, I I think it's gonna get. I think it's gonna get worse for him for sure before it gets better. <laughs> That's my prediction based on the things that I've read so far. But who knows? Or or like I said, he'll be the next president. It can go either way.
0: (laughs) Either way, it'll be fun. Either way, it's going to be fun. Either way. Oh,
1: that's
0: funny. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for all your time. Sorry I kept you so long. No, it's
1: okay. I love it.